It's early in the morning. I'm recording before work. It's not that early. It's like 7 a.m. Um, but yeah, I'm thrown off, guys. Uh, first day back to work after the time change, and I'm a little thrown off. It's freaking raining in LA. I woke up to rain. Accidentally left the uh, bathroom window open and the the toilet seat had rain on it. So that was a good start to the day. Um, But yeah, nothing's really messed up in there. It's just water. Um, Little droplet sprinkles. It wasn't wasn't, like soaked or anything. Um, But yeah, I woke up a little disoriented like, what time is it? But I slept good for once. Um, lights out. Lights out 10.30 p.m. I, I feel like I went to sleep before 11, maybe 11.30. I don't know. But traffic started picking up probably around a little before 6. I was probably up around 5.45-ish. Because it was dark, but I was like, why is it so loud? There's like traffic and there was some honking. And then I was like, okay, it must be morning. <laughs> like, the traffic picked up. I could hear it because of the rain on the road. Because we're right on the highway. So, um, anyways. Um, let's continue this gender-related discussion. Um, so, as far as queer dating goes, uh, for this My Queer Dating series... I kind of want to talk about gender and genitalia. I mean, it, uh, I don't really know um, what direction I'm taking. I got some notes on this, but I, I don't really know. Um, very specifics of what where I want to go with this. It's a little early for me, uh, but I feel like I'd just rather be a little productive and not just lay around till eight o'clock um so as far as things like uh dating when it comes to gender um like so i guess sex and gender like what what somebody's assigned as far as their genitalia usually when someone's born in a hospital basically you're assigned your gender based on what your genitalia is and so usually the majority of people it's pretty clear that they're going to be assigned as male or female some people intersex um now i'm not too familiar lately at least in the U.S., what happens if somebody is born intersex? Do they still, you know, automatically try to consider what gender to assign to a person? Um, Because I know in the past that was definitely a thing. Um, I don't know what they look at, if it's like, you know, 
Like, if it's, like, external organs, internal organs, like, I don't know. Like, you can technically be born with a penis and ovaries, but, you know, you wouldn't know. I mean, like, you wouldn't know that you have, like, a uterus or whatever. Like, you wouldn't know necessarily without, like, some kind of x-ray or some type of some type of like inspection of some sort um that wouldn't be like something obvious i mean before babies are born oftentimes if people are going to the doctor pretty regularly uh mainstream hospitals have a lot of you know uh so, uh um you know equipment so they can kind of you know you get ultrasounds and things like that and they show the baby and they can show a lot of details about the unborn baby um but I don't really know if in that process like I've never heard if in that process if if they can determine if a baby's gonna be intersex or not so that's something I'd be interested to like look into just to kind of know like any updates about what that process looks like because I only know the old you know the old information like old textbook information I think the only the first time I ever heard of intersex was uh, dude I was in grad school like it it was a while like because I think we were talking about LGBTQIA um like what it stands for and when somebody said intersex I kind of took a guess at like um I I don't remember what I guessed but I I guessed wrong and one of the other staff kind of told me what it was I remember it was me my supervisor that staff who became a lead later on and maybe one other person like we were in a meeting you know how you get into the conference room early a little bit and like you're there there's like a few people early and then everyone else is still kind of coming in a little later so it was one of those situations everybody wasn't there it was like me and them um and so that's when I learned what that was uh what it meant um and I mean, it's it's possible that I've known intersex people. I mean, I, I don't think people really introduce themselves as intersex necessarily. Like, I would say the non-binary people I know, usually that's an early conversation. Uh, the trans people I know, usually that's an early conversation. Especially in the settings where I'm usually meeting people. Like, usually it's like meeting friends of friends at like a gay club and we're all like interacting like at like a lounge area and like eating and having some drinks and like talking listening to music and stuff uh so I think those are spaces where people are comfortable just being like yeah I'm trans um and also with non-binary people I think the majority of non-binary people I've met through dating apps um or just like friends of friends like just mingling out in public when somebody says their um pronouns like they might say they them or um they he or she they or you know they might introduce with their with their pronouns but I mean they they might not necessarily identify as non-binary but maybe they might um but yeah I have some friends that you know 
are kind of like um in that kind of I guess middle part of the spectrum that you know maybe they're not they don't identify strictly as she they female or or sorry strictly as she her female or strictly as he him male but some some somewhere in the middle um and but I, I don't think I've ever met an intersex person that like I mean I've I know of intersex people and I've met them but I don't personally have anybody in my life right now that I know of that I associate with that I know for sure is an intersex person like I've been to places where there's like somebody speaking and they're intersex and they'll mention that um but I've never been like you know in like a friend group or a dating situation or like a mingling situation where somebody was like yeah I'm intersex like I I I'm pretty sure I know quite a people uh, quite a lot of people who probably are I'm pretty sure I've dated quite a few people who probably are I just feel like that's maybe something that people don't immediately start sharing um which is fine you know and I feel like if you're not sleeping with them what difference does it make what their genitalia is doing like I don't know that's kind of like a personal thing like I don't really think it really matters like it's not going to make much of a difference if they tell well will make a difference probably if they tell people because of how society can be but I think you know usually when you meet people you're not really talking about your genitalia in the first place I mean I can't remember that many situations where I didn't know somebody and there were conversations happening about anything even from like body hair to like cup size type things like I don't know like I'd say the most I'd ever heard about genitalia of any kind of situation is if somebody's like hey do you have a tampon kind of thing like that's about the extent of it I would say like otherwise I think people don't really at least in my social circles people aren't just like outwardly talking about that kind of stuff like the the group of people I hang out with you know they're not like um like I wouldn't say they're not sexual people that's not true but they're not like um extra outwardly like sexual like it you know like somewhat maybe some people dress kind of like showing a lot of you know cleavage or like short kind of clothing and stuff like that like but not necessarily um like ex like too verbally expressive about you know asking people a bunch of sexual questions or talking in detail about all kinds of like sexual preferences like in the bedroom and that kind of thing um I mean the crew of people I hang out with the the main crew of queer people I hang out with tends to be pretty a little bit on the reserved side talking about those things I mean not completely never mentioning it but not just like talking about it all the time um which is I mean I don't know I'm gonna be going off topic with this but that's another thing that I feel like is very um you know I I don't know how to say this like I have some friends that maybe aren't queer people and you know 
I've noticed sometimes with those groups, when they combine, there can sometimes be a person who's a non-queer person who might be often asking a whole lot of sexual questions um, when they're in a group with a bunch of queer people, you know, there's just a lot of, like, uh, questions about not just, like, identity, but just sexual questions in general, um, and I don't really see people doing that with their straight friends, they're not like, oh, like, like, how often do you masturbate, and, like, do you use toys, and it's like, uh, like, we're just having dinner, like, I, you know, it's like, like, I don't mind talking about that kind of stuff, but it's also kind of like, I feel like sometimes it's like, yeah, I've got straight friends that might be kind of more like that when they know they're around queer people, but when I've seen them around non-queer people, they're not, like, all up in those kind of conversations, and so it is a little tricky sometimes, uh, but I feel like that's usually when it's like those kind of curious type people or I don't know if it's a combination of curious slash nosy. Um, I feel like most things you can Google nowadays or just go on YouTube. You don't really need to be asking a specific person just because they're in your in like next to you. Like, you know, and sometimes people don't want to be talking about that stuff. Um when they don't know you or in a group of people or whatever so you know I've I've definitely had those situations where there have been people in the in the group asking a bunch of really kind of personal questions and it's just kind of like okay like it, it can get a little I, I feel like there's nothing wrong with asking those questions if it's like people want to have the conversation but I think I know people who don't want to have those conversations and then there's other people who feel like they really want to know certain information so they might ask or they might be more likely to really just be asking and that's something I've definitely noticed um but those are probably the conversations where people have kind of talked more about those types of things on their own versus you know because otherwise I feel like most of my queer crew of friends like we're not like all up in each other's business like that like all the time and I, I like I said I don't think there's anything wrong with openly discussing anything that you want to discuss but it kind of has to go both ways like sometimes the questioning process like some people don't want to answer those questions some people don't want to do it in the middle of a bar or club like that like, I don't really mind talking about stuff, but I'm more like, you know, if we're kind of like maybe hiking or chilling at the beach and just like relaxing and somewhere quiet, like kind of a more private environment, not just like screaming over over the DJ and like, yeah, like I like to do this kind of, you know, like other people are like hearing you and stuff, like strangers and all this. It's kind of like, I don't know. I don't have like a problem with it, but it's kind of like, you know, sometimes it's like... Oh, that kind of stuff gets exhausting, but um, it just kind of depends, you know? Like, sometimes you just don't want to talk about that kind of stuff. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's not, like, a shame kind of thing. It's just, like, sometimes it's just not really the conversation you left your house to go have. Sometimes you just want to hang out with your friends and catch up and stuff, and you're not trying to talk about the details of your sex life and all that. But um, other times you might be, so... Um, it just depends, um, but definitely those experiences do come up a lot, um, and 
I'd say that those would be the experiences where it would be more likely for someone, if they were intersex, to probably be talking more along the lines of kind of what they like, what they do, like, all kinds of things like that. Um, um, so yeah, so when it comes to my queer dating with gender, genitalia, um, when it comes to maybe, like, what assigned gender I prefer, I personally don't have a preference, um, of what somebody's birth certificate might say, or if they even have a birth certificate, but, um, I might have a little bit more of a preferred presentation, and it it can vary, because for me, sometimes the personality can skew my, um, can kind of skew my interest in somebody, um, overall, I, I tend to, if I'm just looking at a distance with not knowing anybody, usually what catches my eye is kind of more, more of an androgynous look, um, that's usually what I'm attracted to without any knowledge of a person, like, that's usually, like, if I see somebody just on the street somewhere just walking past me, or from, you know, just at a coffee shop outside on the patio, and there's people walking by, and I just, like, see people, or there's, like, a waiter, or, like, you know, bartender or something, like, that's usually what will catch my attention, but then, like, the personality attached usually would need to be, like, you know, kind of more, I I prefer kind of calmer people, like, people that kind of have, like, energy to them, but, like, calm, like, people who are, like, expressive, artistic, calm, like, not too boisterous, Um, I mean, I like that with, like, friends and stuff, but I'm just talking, like, if it's, like, romantic kind of interest, um, that's kind of more my vibe. Like, people, when their energy is super high, it really gets me a little, like, like, uh, I don't know what the word is. Like, I kind of pick up on it, and then it, it's a lot for me to kind of handle over long periods of time. Like, it's fun when you're out partying and stuff, but it's, sometimes it's like, dude, I just want to chill and, like, read a book and have coffee. And if I'm with somebody at the beach, just, like, chilling at a cafe on the on the boardwalk or something and having a coffee, then we're just going to go, like, chill and, and on our beach chairs in the sand or something. And, like, I'm not trying to, like, turn up, you know? I, I just want to, like, chill for the afternoon or whatever. So, um... I don't mind, like, in a club, in a bar, in, like, a party, at a concert, you know, like, if somebody's, like, kind of just dancing around and doing their thing, but, you know, sometimes I'm just, like, it can't be like that all the time, or else I just, I just get, I feel like I'm, like, run a little bit ragged, I kind of like to have, like, conversations and quiet environments, and, um, yeah, so when it comes to yeah preferred identity um preferred pronouns preferred identity i don't uh so i'll put it this way on a personal level just when it's just myself involved i don't really care 
what anybody's not that I don't care like I'm gonna try to get them right and I'm gonna try to get the pronouns correct and you know if I'm introducing people I'm gonna try and get that correct and you know I I try hard you know and you know I'm not perfect I'll, I'll sometimes make mistakes and just correct myself on the spot and like you know um that's that happened before when I was with some friends and I was introducing them to another group of friends and we're out in front of a restaurant that was closed that we were trying to eat at and we run up to these guys run up to us on the street like not run up to us but they were crossing our paths because we're all on the sidewalk and I was supposed to try to meet up with them later on and I was with this other couple of people before that and you know those guys were gonna go somewhere and I was gonna meet them and they were in we were all introducing on the sidewalk and one of the guys one of the people I already one of the guys I knew really well and these other guys he was with are friends that I know through him and he um uh who he basically like I was introducing like I don't know I made I made a comment like he I said he about one of the people that this guy friend was there with and then somebody else said they and I was like they you know like because I didn't know like I'd seen this other person before multiple times but I just you know I made an assumption I never asked this person their pronouns and now I know their pronouns and from that point I just never um you know went off of it you know I was just like okay those are your pronouns so I kept it at that um but yeah I I don't have like a romantic preference for how somebody identifies their gender or their pronouns um just personally I'd say the only time it really comes up if I'm being honest it kind of comes up when I'm with other people like if I'm like it's it's kind of hard to explain but um uh, so I would say I when it comes when it comes to this like a person and their pronouns or their identity gender identity um i guess the best i can describe it is like say i go out on a on a date you know and i have friends that are always like oh are you dating anyone have you met anybody like that kind of thing and i'll just be like yes or no like you know like sometimes i've got something going on sometimes i don't and if I do, you know, usually I'll say that I met somebody or been talking to somebody or, you know, casually meeting somebody or whatever, or I'm interested in somebody. Um, and a lot of times I don't really name drop, um, especially if this person's like on my social media routinely, then I usually won't name drop. Um, usually 
uh, if I know there's like a whole big of a dis- distance, a whole large, no, no, where that sentence came from. If there's a whole large distance between myself and the friend that may be talking to, like, uh, and maybe a person that I'm interested in, like, if I know they're never going to cross paths, like, if I really start getting interested, I might say, like, so-and-so's name, you know, um, sometimes the name kind of, uh, implies a gender identity or implies pronouns, like, if I was dating someone named Susie, people would probably assume that they identify as female gender with she, her pronouns, but that might not be the case, but I notice, um, when I tend to talk about people I'm dating, I almost, almost always say they, um, like, I almost always say they, unless for sure it's she, um, I'll usually say they, like, when I, when my friends are asking me about a person, I'll usually say they, um, usually because the people I'm dating tend to be non-binary or tend to be, you know, they tend to have pronouns that are like she, they, or he, they, or, um, even like he, him, uh, pronouns like trans guys. And it's, you know, not uncommon for me to still say they, when I'm talking about them to my friends, like, I'm not like talking shit. I'm just like explaining, Hey, I met this person online and, I think they're really attractive and me and them, you know, went and did, you know, went and down, oh, rode bikes on the, at, on the beach, on the bike path for a while. And we went and watched a movie and they live in whatever city or whatever, you know, I was probably say it like that. I usually wouldn't say like me and him, um, when it's her, usually I'll say her, but when it's him, I usually don't say him. I think I, and it's probably because I've dated more trans men than trans women, but also I would say, um, I, I get a little, um, careful about not wanting to out people that are trans like I think about okay what if my friends meet this person like what if I'm dating this person and they come to one of my friends bonfires or something and then you know you know I I don't want them to have to walk into a situation where it's like everybody already knows you're trans and like hey you know like um I feel like if somebody wants people to know that, they can say that themselves. Um, unless they don't really seem to mind, but I've met people who are kind of more like not to um, maybe not too open. Like, I don't know. It's, it's a tricky, like, you know, like I'm usually not... Uh, in a situation where I'm like, hey, like, when I talk to my friends about you, like, what do you, what do you want me to say? You know, it's kind of like, because I'm not like talking about them, like, in detail, like, 
in a way where I feel their gender needs to be like an obvious thing um to me that can be like a personal thing so I like if I don't know I kind of will just say they like um so it is and and sometimes too I mean I hate the terms like passing non-passing that kind of thing but uh if somebody kind of might be more passing versus not as passing you know that you know I think about how that situation would be for somebody if they meet my friends or a friend of mine and the whole time I've been saying like like he and then this person meets my friend Susie who identifies as he and they're like you know it might be a little confusing um it's just I don't know like there are definitely ways to have these conversations but I feel like it's for me I I still don't really with dating I don't really have a very easy time integrating like my main friend groups with like people that I'm like dating or interested in that's just always been something that's a little complicated for me because I don't really need to do that too much um I feel like once it gets a little more on the serious end then it's like okay, once I know you a little bit better, maybe I'll introduce you to my social circles. Because, I mean, I kind of get a little, like, I've had an experience with with a friend or a couple friends of mine that are a little, um, like, there's nothing wrong with this, but, like, they're a little, like, they'll get, like, everybody's number when they first meet them or something or ask for people's numbers and stuff. And so it's kind of, like, I could see them doing that, you know, like, there's certain people in my friend groups, uh, and some of my friend groups that just, socially, that's, I know it's a little weird, but it's like, they kind of do that, and then I kind of get a little curious, like, what is this friend going to be saying to this other friend of mine, you know, or to this person who I'm dating, if they get, if they exchange numbers, and now they're like, talking on the side kind of thing and say if I'm not really too you know something say if I'm dating a person and something is kind of happening where it's like okay we're not going to be dating anymore but then I have this other friend that's like inviting them out and stuff um you know I don't really want to have to be like I don't know if it's called gatekeeping but I don't really want to be having to kind of be like, yo, like, you know, me and that person broke up, like, stop inviting them to barbecues, you know what I mean, it's kind of, like, weird, but, yeah, I definitely have a couple friends offhand that, that do that, that do invite other people, um, they, they try to get everybody's numbers, and they will be just, like, texting other people that I've introduced them to, even though it's, like, I don't know, like, I don't, it's just one of those things that for me I have to think about because because I know my friends and some of those friends I know kind of how they are so that's kind of something that kind of worries me a little bit more about like integrating my friend groups um with with somebody I'm dating it's like well I don't want them coming around all the time if I'm you know not like say if something happens like I don't really want to have to be interacting with them all the time so it's kind of like yeah like I just kind of tend to can't you know unless I 
want to see them while I'm seeing my friends, you know, I usually won't be introducing everybody because if they all start like befriending one another, then it's like now you're part of the crew and then, you know, something happens. I don't want other people being like, oh, like me and you're the person you were just seeing, you know, that you guys kind of broke up and now we're going to go, you know, I'm inviting them to like, you know, my sister's baby shower or something. It's like, what? Like, you know, like that kind of thing to me is like, okay, like that's weird. Um, yeah. Um, and also I guess another thing with preferred, uh, identity, gender identity and, uh, pronouns, um, like for my own preferences with other people, if I'm dating them, I guess, yeah, the only part that kind of gets a little tricky, it can be just really that, that, um, you know, when I'm talking to my friends and I'm just kind of explaining about why I like this person that I met, however I met them, and we're interacting and like how it is interacting with them and why I like them and that kind of thing. Um, you know, I think a lot of times because I date people of all different types of gender identities, I think a lot of times my friends don't really know what to expect. It's not like, oh, you're all almost exclusively dating, you know, cis females. And then all of a sudden here's like a trans guy. It's like, no, uh, like I've, like I've dated a variety of people, but it's, you know, I feel like sometimes it's not clear to my friends um what the gender is and sometimes I don't really think I need them to know that um because it's like especially if they're not meeting them it's like well what difference does it make what the gender is anyways um you know but I do think about that because it's like sometimes people aren't fully out about you know their gender identity or their pronouns even they might not be comfortable with people knowing their pronouns or um they might be questioning things or they might be having a tough time with stuff um I've definitely dated you know non-binary people who were having like a lot of a struggle with their you know um gender presentation like things like facial hair clothing style um hairstyle you know uh body image physique um things like that and just like maybe something happening at work or with their family um you know so the last thing i need is to introduce somebody to you know a crew of friends or a couple of friends or a single you know friend from my regular cruise and have that person being a little intrusive you know to a person who I already know is like going through a lot related to their gender and then it's like now here's another person that you meet and now it's like this whole situation happening um I feel like it's not fair to them uh so I am pretty careful with that kind of stuff but also it's like some people really don't care so it takes, I think it's person to person, and it kind of consider, I consider the situation, but sometimes it can be a little, like, 
like maybe somebody assumed like I've had situations where somebody assumed I was dating a man until I mentioned that they were a mom and then they were like oh like it's a woman because I guess I was saying they maybe and they just assumed it was a guy and they kept saying he and I'm just like what like I don't know where all of a sudden they started saying he and I was like it's not a guy you know and uh um so it was kind of like but it was fine I mean with that same person I had been dating that had kids um one person was really cool about it another person was really kind of like intrusive and weird about it um so sometimes I just never know what I'm gonna get and then I've had other friends that were just kind of intrusive about stuff too um where they just kind of felt like you know like I mentioned like people just over sexualizing the whole like every single conversation topic is like sexual um they're always talking about sex they're always you know talking about you know that kind of stuff uh or trying to talk about that kind of stuff and it's like just because I'm gay doesn't mean that I only just I mean I think about sex a lot but I'm not saying that that's the only thing I mean I have other stuff to do I'm not just like that's not the only thing about me you know it's one thing about me but it's not like the only thing um in my life um that exists like I work I have hobbies I have interests you know I do a lot of stuff like I talk about it all the time you know like I like to write poetry I like to write music practice music I play guitar I make electronic music on on the computer I love snowboarding I go to the gym I like hiking I go to the beach like I feel like I talk about this kind of stuff even when I'm trying not to talk about it all the time like incessantly like I still mention it um so for someone to just be like whenever they want to talk let's talk about if you're dating somebody who you're dating and like your sex life it's kind of like okay like that's not always something that's happening like very actively like every single day like I'm I'm not always just like in it like that um and some people are and that's fine but you know I'm like ever since the pandemic I've definitely been having a lot more days in the house just kind of a little bit more of a homebody a little less of the the party animal and a little less you know that makes me a little less likely to be out and about all the time meeting new people and all that kind of stuff um not that I never meet new people or that I never go out but I'm not going out like three times a week anymore um to like gay bars and clubs and stuff like that that literally was my life like I would go out like probably at least two if not three times maybe even sometimes four times a week you know I'd be out like Friday Saturdays and sometimes you know usually it would be like Wednesday nights or something but sometimes it would be Wednesday nights Fridays after work Saturdays Sundays you know it would be like two days of the weekend and then Friday nights and Wednesday nights and so I was out a lot before um and then sometimes I just have a completely quiet weekend but now it's like more rare like I probably go out maybe once or twice a month on weekends like that maybe um and then outside of that 
um, I'm mostly kind of just um, chilling, saving money so I can move. So I just work and chill. Um, and I'm fine with it. And um, so let's see what else. Um, I'm going to wrap this up soon because I got to log into work. But um, I wrote preferred genitalia. I don't have pre- a preference necessarily um, of somebody else's genitalia. I mean, I would say so long as they're caring for their health with their genitalia that's the only thing that would can that would be like a attraction kind of issue maybe if i don't even i don't think i need to go into too much detail about that but you know cleanliness is important um i don't think i want to be like concerned on a cleanliness level that to me would be like all right like maybe not today, um, or, you know, we gotta jump in a shower or something, like, I don't know, like, it, it, I mean, of course, things don't have to be, like, you know, hospital surgical procedure kind of, like, clean, but, you know, if we were just, you know, you know, if it's been a long day, and, you know, we're hiking at the gym and stuff like that, and, you know, it's not very likely that I'm gonna want to come home and straight away just like hook up with somebody like I'm I I don't know if I really have too much of a of a of a pig mentality with that kind of stuff um I mean I get that people do like some people have like a kink around that and I I kind of don't um uh you know I like at least newly showered or um you know grab a wet wipe kind of thing like at least grab a wet wipe or washcloth or something you know wipe something off you know but I other than that I don't really care what the genitalia is um I don't care how people prefer to their genitalia regardless of what it actually is or what it looks like um during sexual encounters like I'll call it whatever you want me to call it um I think, uh, I don't know why I wrote this as an example, how, like, Ashley Gavin on the podcast where it was the one with Ashley, Brienne, and Jade, and they were talking about boobs, like, their own, and how they refer to them, and the role that their own boobs play in in their own lives and things like that, um, I mean, that's kind of an interesting conversation, and I know people have different ways of labeling different parts of their own bodies and what they prefer to call them and stuff like um you know uh I don't know if I can say the terms on here um I don't know what what gets what gets things uh taken down so I don't really I feel like I've gotten quite a quite a distance of saying things on this podcast but I don't know people get upset about so much stuff like I don't even know like what's too explicit anymore like I really don't like it's hard for me to tell like I don't have kids so I'm not really thinking about like what's age 13 versus age 18 like what are they gonna come across kind of thing like it's really hard for me to really um like I don't know 
I don't I don't want to say certain terminology, but basically anybody of any gender identity can call their genitalia whatever it is that they want to refer to it as. Um and I guess when it comes to prosthetics, I guess um again, not a preference. Um I don't really care if people have prosthetics or not. Um, I know it can be kind of a a sensitive subject. Like some people have them because of uh, um, discomfort and dysphoria. Um, some people have them because you know, like, I'm thinking, like, okay, like, for example, like, a strap-on, right, if somebody has a strap-on, or, like, with a harness, and, you know, some people might wear that outside of actual sexual activity, they might wear it to the club, and then they meet somebody, and they already have it on, you know, um, it might not be, like, a gender thing, it might just be, like, a it might be a kink, it might be just something they're comfortable with, or if they know they're going to hook up with somebody, like, where else are you going to keep it? Like, you can't keep it in your pocket, or, I don't know, like, unless you have cargo pants or something, or, you know, if you have a purse or a fanny pack, I guess you could keep it in there, but it's like, that might be a little, I don't know, I just don't know, like, some people, like, say if they exclusively are into strapping other people, you know, I've known people who wear them, but it's not, sometimes it's not really, like, for a prosthetic type of, uh, like, genital organ, and then other times people wear them as a prosthetic genital organ, like, they like to have that, the package, or they like to have, you know, something there that's kind of more like a realistic one. Some people like more of like a realistic one. Um, there's just a lot of variety. So, I mean, I don't really care too much. Like, same with like a top. Like, I've known people to wear like a bra with like kind of like implant, implanted breasts in it and, and things like that. Like, it's fine. Like, I you know, you do you, like, I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna knock it, like, but it is something that maybe you might not know right away that a person has that happening, or has that on, or is wearing that, or whatever, like, you might not know, uh, but it doesn't freak me out, um, the reason it doesn't freak me out is because for me it doesn't really matter what gender a person is, or what their genitalia is, like, I feel like if I if I did have, like, a very, very strong preference, that might be a different, that might be different, but for me, personally, in my own life, that is not something that is any kind of deal breaker, um, and then with intersex, um, so I can only speculate, um, because, even if I have dated an intersex person, I was not aware of it. Like, nobody, um, in my personal dating experience has ever directly, uh, 
identified to me as um I'm setting up the work desk here. No one personally has ever identified directly to me as saying that, you know, they're an intersex person. So um I think I probably shouldn't have kept this plugged in for so many days. <laughs> um but yeah. So uh, that's kinda how I it's kinda how I see things. Um that's kinda my experiences with things. And uh I need to log into work, so I'm gonna log off of here for now. Jeez, I'm freezing. I need to put on clothes. But um alright, thanks for listening.